Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. Or was I supposed to act that out? Hello and welcome to the China Shop, everyone. Oh my god, I am so excited to open the shop today. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, it was a little demoralizing what happened with the AMC over the last couple of days, but still, you gotta... What, what What's the saying? When in doubt, zoom it out. I haven't been demoralized. I'm watching <laughs> the show and loving it. <laughs> yeah, it's just sometimes it sucks to watch your account go up. I had to quit looking at my balance on Thursday and Friday because <laughs> every dollar tick was like $1,100. Right. Yeah, it's only going to get worse from here. Well, I've just been watching the uh, the trends, and yeah. the, the daily is spiking up and down. Yep. And uh, end of the week much higher than it started the week. So, yep. I'm I'm happy with yeah, it, with that. That's, that's good overall. That's still good. It. I feel I feel like it. It's really rhyming with GME mm-hmm. with what ha- what we saw in January. So when I see it jumping up and down, I'm like, yes, it's happening. This is this is how it behaved before. Still haven't seen a whole lot of short interest get covered. So that's also another good sign. Yep. But we'll we'll save all that for we got a lot to talk about there. Save it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, we're just so glad you're here. Come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, and hedge against the rage machine. We'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. You found you've come to the right place. We're here smashing all the China we can find, smashing our way right into a complete set of fine China. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but you know, step one, step two, step three, profit. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, we we we're just uh, trying to blind man feel our way through uh, learning how to play the stock markets and and maximize gains and, and cut those losses. So if you're new to the shop and new to stock trading in general, we recommend checking out uh, both our knowledge center on financialneptitude.com, uh, and we also have a few uh, beginning investing trading episodes available. Uh, we've got one with comedian Eddie Pence that I really love. Uh, we've got another with Dr. Hans, the investing tutor. Both very good places to start uh, in in terms of getting a grasp of what's happening and, and uh, vocabularies. It's it can be hard and daunting to jump in and not know uh, what what the hell we're talking about yeah, and when we're we, mentioning we, calls and puts and whatnot. We made that page and those those episodes for you guys, the listeners. So. Uh, if you've got any other questions or con- uh, content that you want to see created or added to those, please just reach out to us at either the email or join our Discord, and, and you can ask us there. Anything we could do to make it better. We're on that Discord server all the time, yes. and uh, it's just a great place to be. If you do join that Discord server, 
shoot us a, a message with uh, your, your home address. We'll send you a smash-it-yourself mug straight from the China shop. We're just really so, so glad you're here. The shop is always better with friends. It's just such a great time. We got some show news coming up this, uh, this upcoming week. We are interviewing the CEO of Antibes Therapeutics, uh, Dan Legault. So fucking excited for that. He's going to have no idea what hit him when we give him those questions we got from the Stock Twits community. <laughs> <laughs> Did we figure out what those questions mean? <laughs> uh, most of them, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what are you, what's your opinion on the BCBA line? It's like, do you know what a BCBA line is? No. No, no we don't. <laughs> Before you answer that question, could you please tell us what the question means? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not sure you're the real CEO, so we're testing you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great stuff. What else we got? We got uh, Alex Greengard's gonna come by the shop, and uh, we're gonna do a deep dive into some crypto stuff. I know people have been been antsy and excited for for more crypto content, so we're gonna try and branch out yep. and start providing that. Uh, that's gonna be good stuff. What what else we got this month? Uh, Sarah Glass is after that. Sarah Glass from Trade Pro Academy. Oh yeah. That's going to be... I'm I'm excited about that because I'm going through the Trade Pro Academy right now. I think I'm going to be asking for access to that here soon because mm-hmm. I'm getting jealous mm-hmm. listening to you or watching the stuff you're posting. Like, damn it. <laughs> I need me yeah, some of that. Right? Right? So hopefully, hopefully by the time she comes on, I'll be a lot more informed to know uh, what the good questions to ask her are. Yep. <laughs> Instead of just being the fly on the wall. Like, I'm here for entertainment. Kyle's got all the knowledge and skills. Let's have him ask the questions. Yes, Dan, what is um, it? I went poopy in my pants. Right. right. Dan, you got a question? Where where, where do babies come from? Like, yeah, that's how I always feel. Like, uh, fuck, what's, I'm on the spot. What's a stock? <laughs> what's, what, what is a stock? I think we have something for that, Do they ever Dan. get... I think we have something for do, that. <laughs> well, uh, there we go. A stock is a share, of course, of course, with dividends paying out value of sorts. That is, of course, unless the source is running in the red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Busting that one out. Oh, God. Huh. Yeah, we got to get on to the, to the show. All right. Uh, we do have a electric, sensational, orgasmic show for you today. One, two, three. Yep, nailed it. Plenty of uh, mar- <laughs> plenty, <laughs> plenty of market moving news, stocks on the radar, and more options than workout excuses on leg day. Mm. See, I would have went a different way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hear yours. I would have said more options than the situation on Jersey Shore. <laughs> you can have anybody. <laughs> I assure you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, As always, folks, we love it when you reach out to us. We love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook, on the Discord. If you're old school, you could just send us an email to the two bulls at financialneptitude.com. That's the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com. Or you can shoot us a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe your ragtag hockey team just got a new coach and you're now gunning for glory. Is that a Mighty Ducks reference? Or oh, miracle? you got it. You got or it. Or Mystery Alaska. Or, <laughs> or Young Guns. Or, no, not Young Guns. What's the other? Young Blood. 
<laughs> Emilio Estevez was in Mighty Ducks and Young Guns, so, you know. I know. Wow, that'd be a good crossover, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody, God. Somebody write us some fanfic. Yeah, is that is that where Billy the Kid coaches a hockey team to, de- <laughs> to defeat Pat Garrett? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> oh, God, I'm watching it in my head right now. It doesn't matter what your reason is. We just love it when you reach out. It's just a great time. Kyle, that, that's going to bring us right, boom, smash, into the bet section, bet segment. I don't know who goes first here. I think we both did pretty well. Was it the, the winner goes first, or the one who made less money goes first? The one who made less money goes first. Okay, okay. So as is tradition, Kyle's going to go first. Oh, you calculated mine out? I sure did. All right, well... <laughs> BlackBerry opened on Monday at $11.23 and peaked at a massive $20.17 before getting shorted back to oblivion. (laughs) 15% stop loss triggered at $17.14, which brings my new bet total up to a healthy $763.13. Oh, wow. Fuck, I forgot about the stop losses. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Fuck. So, okay. So I did point that out on, uh, on discord on Wednesday when I think both of them triggered out. Cause I was kind of upset. I think we both were like, fuck this thing could go off at any other minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Since we didn't actually specify it, no stop loss. That's the- been the rule on the show. So kind of stuck taking it. Yes. Oh fuck. I did my calculations this morning. Forget it. Completely forgetting about that. Oh, you did? <laughs> well, for for me oh. and and you, I mean, obviously it won't affect the random. Do you remember the number you said that AMC stopped me out on? Was it 50? I think I gave it to you. I think I posted it in the Discord. I'm looking looking on the Discord messages. There we go. Uh 5248 is where I stopped out. So so anyway, yeah. finish where where did you end up? $763.13. $763.13. I got stopped out at 5248. That puts me at uh $823. That's still pretty good. It's okay. Yeah, still in the lead. That's a lot closer <laughs> than it was last month. It's okay. <laughs> hey, all I could say is uh, I'm pretty happy with what I got out of a not AMC stock. <laughs> I feel like that's worth more. Oh, come on. Just because you picked another popular fucking shorted stock? Hey, BB only has ni- uh, 9% short interest is supported by Ortec. Okay, okay. Plus, there's also a lot of great news that came out over, I think, after close on Friday. There's like three major car manufacturers, uh, EV-wise, I think, that were adopting Blackberries in car entertainment systems. Yeah, Q. UNX or something like that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'll be holding on to... I think I'm going to be exercising the calls that I bought that have been doing really well. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. How did the random do? That's the important one. Oh, yeah. The random. P-S-T-H. It opened the week at $25.04. Closed the week at $22.05. Ha! Fuck you, random. Fuck you, random. Lost 12%. It's down to $440. Uh, and uh, thirty cents. <laughs> so I have I'm almost double the the value of random right now. I don't think random's got a chance this week unless you pull it up and it says AMC or BB, which has happened before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, inexplicably, we have had random pick before. That random's a dick. You can't trust it. Yeah, 
You no. really can't. Oh, okay. For everybody out there giving a shit for losing to random the last, uh, or the month before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, submit your bets. Yes. This, this random is a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. Random will surprise you. <laughs> wow. Okay. So great, great start to the month of June, might I add. Yes. Holy shit. I, I mean, I, I would be thinking I'm sitting pretty at eight, eight twenty three, but you're at seven sixty three. So we're only $60. Yeah. Not that far off. Just a 5% swing. If I gain 5, you lose 5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I lose 5, you gain 5, then you're in the lead. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you're in striking distance for sure. Oh, but, right. uh, you know, that's okay. That's okay. And I do have some poll results to go over real quick here. question we asked was, are you buying or holding any other heavily shorted stocks besides AMC or GameStop? Uh, we had 27% saying yes. If one goes, they all go. Uh, 32% said no. Those are all distractions. Mm. And then a uh, whopping 41% said they were not buying any of them. I guess not everybody's into it. I need to look at my Twitter feed because I think I'm getting into a bit of an echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know I am. Oh, I know I am because I've just been following everybody who does hashtag AMC for the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like two thirds of the people I follow are like AMC to the moon, Diamond Hands, Ape Army. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the hedge funds. Fuck the hedge. Fuck, fuck, fuck the hedge funds. <laughs> wow, that's still relevant, huh? Let me let me let me, yeah. let me play that old uh, GME squeeze hedge fund. Fuck. Yeah, let's hear that. They'd rather see us get played than retail traders fighting corporate raiders. Beat a hedge fund at the wrong game when we're finished. Bring the big red pen. Mark off the bleed of the losses Still pushing up like market bosses I don't know if they're evil or what Lock a trader down and breaking the trust Cause on the trade apps Now you can't even get some But don't let them push you around from the bull run Cause they'll shut you down You can't buy them All them brokers showing out for the hedge fund Reddit will swarm On any short seller in a short shit stomp Just cause I'm buying GME Punk brokers are afraid of me Huh A young trader on the warpath And when I'm finished There's gonna be some real cash From funds Crying all the way Anyway, got something to say. Fuck the hedge funds. Fuck the hedge funds. Fuck the hedge funds. Fuck the hedge funds. I just like swearing, Kyle. I just like swearing in music all day long. It's it's my favorite thing now. Um, right, let's move on to some news. Yeah, let's move on to some news about the bet consequences, Kyle. What? Who lost last month? Did you clean your car? uh, All right. First of all, yes, you son of a bitch, because it's a habit now, and I get so much positive (laughs) feedback from Jen if I stop uh, digging a hole. But uh, more importantly, uh, how's uh, Kyle, how's your new favorite show? How's uh, the Jersey Shore? (sighs) All right. Well, here's my synopsis from the first episode. I'm just kind of wrote down some thoughts and then some some key plot points, mm-hmm. if you can call it that. <laughs> um, first thing that popped in my head is why do they call call themselves Guidos? Because uh, they're is Ita- that a good thing? I thought that was derogatory. Yeah, I, I know that they say they're Italian. They're all about being Italian, but I never met never met or seen an Italian in a tanning bed or <laughs> any mafia movie where a guy spends an hour preening over himself in a mirror. <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, let's see. Okay, so next thing I have in the episode is that Snooky seemed to like Ronnie. Uh, everyone thinks Snooky is gross, except when they're drunk. 
And then they were kind of all flirting with her in the hot tub. Sammy and Mike seem to be a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say, looks like a situation. <laughs> looks like a um, situation? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I love these fucking names. Uh, she did not tell anybody about her boyfriend. Hmm. Uh, Snooki was late to the first day of work because she was in the bathroom puking. Uh, again, the guys all say they're Italian, but when they're making family dinner, nobody knew how to peel fucking garlic. What? Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Snooky made up to the rest of the group. She apologized for getting sloppy, and then she seemed to get forgiven by all the other idiots. Uh, then there was an incident with the jacuzzi. They're all very, very judgy. one point, I was thinking, is this show ever fucking end? Uh, Snooky tried to leave, but the other girls actually tried to talk her out of it. But that was a cliffhanger, so I have to wait till next week to find out the exciting truth. Oh my god! Snooky, Snooky, Snooky might leave. Oh god, this I fucking hate you so much. I should have taken the. I'd rather move shit in and out of my car. Yeah. Every time my wife wants to use it, than do this bullshit. You're an asshole. Yeah, you picked it. I didn't think forty minutes would feel like <laughs> a goddamn eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are you used to entertainment that has a story and tension and compelling narrative? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. All right. We're 19 minutes in. We haven't even got to the news. <laughs> well, we all know why we're listening today. The shop is bursting with the week to replay. So sit back. We got some market affairs. Get some stories for the fools and the bears. Clowns running companies Laws change overnight Here we are It's time for China Shop News Yeah now It's time for China Shop News Alright Well I think the biggest story of the day is, is gotta be the Jersey Shore Snooky might leave after one episode I'm not talking to you anymore Uh you shouldn't Uh alright well you know I'll start us off The jobless The job new job numbers came out <laughs> They fell below 400,000 for the first time since the early days of the pandemic. That was good news that overshadowed everybody's inflation worries and fears. Good. That's excellent. Yeah. Nobody's worried about inflation anymore. Yes. Awesome. Solved. Done. Solved. Just took some good job numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so so the the averages did did well on on that information, but I found another another story while uh, people aren't worrying about inflation, global food prices are surging to their highest level in 10 years. I believe it. And to me, that it that is a sign of inflation. There's been a lot of shortages of different different meat groups, too. I think chicken was going through a shortage for a while. It wasn't pork uh, in the middle of one, too. Uh, the, the article, Not too long ago. The article I came across wasn't mentioning... Um, specifically any meats they they did mention like mm-hmm. like there's actually like robust demand in the vegetable oil sector apparently vegetable oil is used in a lot of production of different food oh i figured it was because everyone is so sick of eating at home they're just starting to fry everything saying fuck it <laughs> fuck it <laughs> our u.s food prices went up right away in the pandemic and have never dropped yeah, and remember when gas went up and food prices went up because of the increased transportation costs? Mm-hmm. That was a few years ago. And then gas prices went back down, but food, food prices, prices did not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like trying to get a law taken off the books once it's been passed or happens and then it doesn't ever go back. All right. Uh, let's talk about some AMC news. Oh, yes. AMC. I own a couple shares did, in AMC. Did you watch the interview with Trace Trades? No, I didn't watch any. I... I 
only watched a five minute clip of of Trey's trades. Okay, there was some key points that we'll throw down in the episode description. Um, I think some of the bigger ones. He did give an updated share count. Trey Trey's trades interviewed Adam Aaron, the CEO of AMC. Yeah, again, this is the second time. A second time, and that's what Kyle's referring to. Sorry, continue. The share count that everyone's been looking forward to, to finding out about. Uh, looks like they were only counting like the actual shares issued when they gave this count out, because it kind of lined up with the, the exact amount of float, uh, like about 501 million, mm-hmm. I think, shares outstanding is what they came up with. So they didn't give us the information that we're really hoping to hear, which was how many naked shorts are out there, how many synthetics. Yeah. Uh, but there is supposed to be some more news coming on that as far as, I don't know if it's an actual shareholder count that's coming out next, or if they are trying to do some kind of count with that. I'll have to look back through that. Uh, they kept saying share count and shareholder count, and I was getting confused. Yeah, those are two different numbers. Yeah, uh, I think the, what's coming up next is supposed to be the shareholders again. Uh, part of that count that they gave out did include everybody in Europe, but again, the the numbers line up too nicely with what's actually out there, so I don't think it has anything to do with the, the amount of synthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would not comment on that either. Uh, I don't think he can. Uh, there was a point, though, where he knocked his camera off, and uh, you could see that he wasn't wearing any pants, mm-hmm. so everyone is is thinking that he's sending a, a message that his lawyers can't argue against about naked shorting. I think it was an accident. <laughs> I gotta say, I came, I didn't want, because I didn't watch the interview, I came across that on all the different social media and everybody being like, Adam Aaron, look, naked yeah. shorts, and I even posted something on the Discord, and then I watched the video and I was like, ugh, no, he's just being an American who's like, I got this fucking video call. I don't want to put on pants. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've done Which it. Is awesome. You've by the way. done it. We've all done it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked over his camera. Just it was a coincidence. They, you know, when you're looking for any positive thing to cling on to. Yeah, there is some positive though. He did speak more to the uh, the share the eleven and a half million shares that were issued uh, right when we were starting to ramp up. Mm-hmm. For one, the eleven million shares they issued eleven and a half million. Uh, there's no way that that killed that momentum. What killed that momentum was the news. Uh, blowing it out of proportion and causing everyone to get scared. Yeah. But they have no more shares to issue. Uh, they're going to ask for another 25 million shares when they do the vote that should mm-hmm. be coming in that proxy information. Yeah. But none of those shares can be used until 22. And I will be voting yes on that personally. Yes. Uh, they raised over 500 million, almost 600 million from those 11 million shares yeah uh and also those shares where they came from was not companies that was the management like for forgoing their bonus those are supposed to be issued to the management of the company they decided as a group to strengthen amc's books over profiting themselves well and look at it look at it like this way it's it's just simple math what if if amc wanted to raise what they want 25 million shares Mm -hmm. okay this is why i'm voting yes for that in December, 25 million shares would have gotten you 50 to $100 million. Right. And last week, when it was at $30 a share, it would give you $750 million. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that they're, they're issuing the, the small chunks now where the price is at where it's at, they're able to get raise a lot more capital for a lot less dilution. Mm-hmm. Okay. The originally, remember the original plan? How many shares they wanted to issue to raise the money they needed? Yep. Was it five hundred million? Five hundred million. They wanted to double the share count to raise the money they needed. But guess what? Now they don't have they to. They took that off the table because 
of the investors because retail owns the, mm-hmm. the float. They knew they wouldn't get that, so they listened. They went with a much smaller number. And the other thing to keep in mind, too, is just because they can use them in 22 doesn't mean that they're going to. It took them the, the shares that they finished issuing this last year. Uh, they've had those on the books and ready to use since 2013. This is all just to give them ammo to go after acquisitions or to maybe um, close out some debt at a favorable, mm-hmm. you know, reduced rate to themselves. This is all just just an extra tool in his toolbox to make this company better. I'm I'm just blown away by we're living in an era now where the CEO of the company is like giving interviews to retail People fan like investors. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish he'd give us an interview. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, I asked. He said he didn't respond to me. Mm. <laughs> I, t- I said if he needed a smaller audience than Trey's, we'd be more than happy to have him on. <laughs> Way to sell it, Kyle. Way to sell it. I know, right? I figured be honest. <laughs> uh, the last bit of, uh, the last thing to, to point out on that interview was that uh, he squashed any rumors of a, a stock split or reverse split. So okay. The, one, that's not a capital-raising event, so it's not something you're even considering. And even if they were considering it, that's something the shareholders would have to vote for. Um, there's a couple other things that's not related to the interview. There's just been a lot of FUD going on. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the stories mm-hmm. I saw pop up was that there's a bunch of brokerages restricting, shorts, mm, restricting short sales. Yep, that's good news. Yeah, it's great news. Actually, specifically says hedge funds, short bets. Uh, let's see. So it was just Jefferies that I saw initially, but it looks like Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, and Citigroup have been added to that list. They're among the firms that have adjusted their risk controls at prime brokerage operations, according to people familiar with the moves. The banks are trying to protect themselves against fallout from extreme surges and dips that have characterized the trading in companies, including AMC, Microvision, and GameStop. The change means some hedge funds and institutional investors now face higher collateral requirements or are limited from shorting certain stocks, people said who had to do so uh, anonymous because of internal policies. Well, that's fantastic news. Because right in line with that, TD Ameritrade shut off uh, margin on AMC. Yeah, and that's not surprising. Um, once they, There's a whole list of securities that are non-marginable, and it's mostly based on volatility like that. Uh, yeah. If it's a risky stock, they don't want you to risk getting margin called and them having to sell out and maybe take a loss. That's why we say don't buy it on margin. Yeah, to, yeah. all they're saying is, is, look, you can't buy AMC with your stock credit card and you don't get extended credit for owning AMC stock. You can still use margin, but you just have to be margining other stocks that are marginable. AMC is no longer marginable, but if you had shares of like Ford or I don't know, ExxonMobil or Coke. Yeah, yeah, you'd still be able to... You would be able to use that as... Yeah, you just can't use AMC as margin now. So both of those happening in the same week makes sense. If if back in GME spiked and, and it squeezed and they shut off retail's ability to buy, if they had also shut off hedge funds and market makers' ability to buy, or other brokers, you know, if the market makers had shut down everybody's ability to buy, well, then at least they're fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. So at least we're all in the same Nobody's, boat. I don't think anything's been shut off yet at this point. No. I think there were some reports in Europe of people unable to buy. Uh, all all I'm saying is is we're hearing that the hedge funds they can't they can't short because shorting is being extended credit in a lot of ways. Oh, you're saying it's the other way now. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying I'm, Yeah, they're taking away their tool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. 
Uh, the one last interesting thing with AMC was on, uh, I think it was on CNBC. Uh, somebody was given or talking about AMC. And at one point he said something about the, the hedge funds selling stocks that they don't actually have the assets on. And the, the lady, uh, God, what was her fucking name? Michelle Lee. Michelle, thank you. She commented, you can hear her voice go, naked shorting. Mm-hmm. And then he just continued on, but when it panned out, it showed her face like she was, I can't tell if she was shocked that like he was basically admitting that everyone, all these people are naked shorting the company, or if she was worried about losing her job. Right? Like, <laughs> like she shouldn't. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Why did I just say Don't that? Don't acknowledge it. <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, it sounds like, uh, sounds like somebody might have admitted to this. So uh, I'm really excited now for Monday. I was getting a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, the way, you know, seeing two down days in a row. Uh, but uh, it's starting to look a lot better now in my mind. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm no guru. Uh, I'm still working through the Trade Pro Academy, but uh, I do consider myself pretty clever at times. And I think <laughs> we're getting a bump on Monday because of Paycheck Fridays. I think everybody who ah. could not get their paycheck cashed and the money into their account on Friday in time for the markets mm. being opened, like a lot of people in California that work a nine to five, probably. Right. I think they get that money into their accounts over the weekend and they put their buy orders in and they go in and Monday morning, I think we get a nice Monday boost. Nice. We shall see. We shall see. Okay. Uh, Virgin Galactic is back in the news again. They announced another human tended science flight. So they got another contract for a scientist to go up and do some research. This is supposed to be taking place in 2022. Uh, there's no comment yet on when the next test flight is supposed to be, but they did say that they're planning on wrapping up all the test flighting program by the end of 21. Mm. So I'm thinking there's going to be another announcement here, like in the next week or two. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that. Another announcement for a new flight, or an, an announcement of like when they're going commercial? Yes, for a new test flight. Uh, they're planning to have commercial operations in 22, so that means they have to wrap up everything and then give time for the FAA to, to go to through prove all it. the results of that last one. Yeah, uh, We know that they want to be done with all those, I think, by the end of summer, is what they said. So they have three more flights to get through, and summer just started. So in order to meet that target, there's going to be one coming up here in the next couple of weeks, I think. All right, all right. And we know Bran- Branson's getting ready to be on one of them. Yeah, he's going to be the second one. He's already going through training, so that's good. Yeah, it's it's imminent. There's also an article from Seeking Alpha that popped up about Virgin Galactic uh, saying that Carisdale Capital unleashes a short attack against them. I don't know. I couldn't read the article. I'm guessing it was uh, either a report or something along those lines. Uh, so that's why uh, it looked like it trimmed some of those gains uh, it was seeing at the beginning of the week. But once it announces another test flight, I think it's going to jump again. Oh, yeah. And then the last quick thing I had is that uh, SPAC that I... Oh, I can talk about that in investing. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Close us off the news. All right. Real quick. Facebook is confronting two separate antitrust investigations by European regulators that will probe whether the social network's use of data gives it an unfair advantage in online advertising. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. The, uh, the other thing... Yeah, we all, by the way, we all know Facebook has an unfair advantage because you install their apps and you on on your phone and you just give them everything. Their apps are siphoning data from other apps, everything happening on your phone. Just assume that Facebook knows and they're going to use it to sell advertising. 
Now, yep. as somebody who buys advertising, I really love how well you can laser focus. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it also scares me as a consumer. Yeah, I hate Facebook. I don't think... Me too. I'll, I'll say it here on the air. I don't think we should even have a Facebook group. I don't think we should be taking part of it. I think it's a vile, vile thing that they do over there, Facebook. I mean, do you think Twitter's any better? Uh, Actually, no. So anyway, fuck Facebook. Uh, so uh, wrap up news, quick update on uh, uh, hometown deli in New Jersey. My uh, my favorite deli, uh, the hundred million dollar deli. Hundred million that yeah. uh, that makes nothing. Um, apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently, if you dig a little deeper uh, on the news that they're having a reverse merger, which I'm not sure I understand what that means. Yeah, I'm not either. Does that mean they're separating spinoff? Is that- I think a reverse merger is uh, uh, they had spun off a company. Oh, and they're reversing. And now it? they're now they're going back to the original just one company. That's that's my guess. Uh, Does it matter if they're both shell companies? Which I think was stated in the article. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think it matters. There, apparently, there's another shell company that doesn't seem to do much of anything. Uh, I don't have it. It has the same address as the owner on record of the deli. Yeah, yeah. But it's all, it was, what was the name? E something? Oh, God. I'm, you know, Cracker Jack news reporting here in the China shop. Dan's totally prepared on that story. Uh, It's in the Discord. (laughs) It's in the Discord. There's there's a link uh, if you want to go check it out. Uh, (laughs) E waste. E waste. Yes, there it is. Yeah, E waste. This sounds like some mafia shit, is what this sounds like. What? electronic waste like what what is e-waste like like you're on the internet environmental waste? like you're creating what you're creating trash while you're web surfing like oh i shouldn't well where do you think everything goes when you put it in your recycle bin (laughs) (laughs) oh they're the guys that pick up the recycle bins from your computer yes they go around the internet and they yeah they Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've got an internet garbage company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That fucking cracks me up. Um, yeah, so they're doing a reverse merger, and it looks like, you know, I we got to get that guy on the show. I don't want to know that. I want, no, I don't know about that. This looks like a some kind of mafia shit to me. It's in Jersey. It's an Italian deli. No, you know what this is, Kyle? You know what this, this is, is, this Kyle. This is this is like the little brother of the guy who's doing the mafia stuff, and he's just like mimicking it. And he got lucky, and it took off, and it's going crazy. No, no, no. This is the little brother, the sap patsy guy who's funneling all their money. Who's going to be the first one to go to prison? Otherwise, he'll end up dead, buried with his family. Oh, you you think it's uh, there's like laundering going on through the stock purchasing? I don't know. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Should we? Not should we cut this? Just... Is this going to put us in danger? Because that might actually be a legitimate thing that you could do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do, do we want to air this? Uh, I mean, are they going to hear us? Well, I like to think everybody's going to hear us eventually, but uh... we do have a lot of listeners in that area. <laughs> Whew. Uh, well, here's the important thing, Kyle: is regulators aren't going to hear us because <laughs> nah. we don't have a big following in the DC area. Uh, do we? we? We don't. Not that I'm aware. All right. All right. Let's move on. Investing. Now it's basic investing with the bulls in the shop. Rising up to the challenge to go viral. And you must 
emotions up Cause we're holding them all with an eye To retire I didn't do shit <laughs> Um, okay I, I did a little bit uh, <laughs> This is all part of my premiums that I'm trying to collect uh, there was three stocks that I did not make any trades on. Uh, still hit my target, so I just kind of stopped there. But I figured it was stupid to not start getting a jump on July's premiums because uh, the extra 10 days that I would get on those contracts adds a nice bump to that premium based on the time decay. So I end up selling uh, $5 calls on Westwater Resources, WWR, mm-hmm. at 35 cents. And that was a really odd one because I put the order in at 35 and let it set for 10 minutes. Nobody bit. Uh, I dropped it down to 33. Nobody bought on it again. 32. Then I finally put it at 31. And I was just getting ready to flip it down to 30. I think I actually did put it at 30. And then it went through, but it filled at 35 cents. <laughs> Wait. So, so, so did somebody use a market order to buy options? Even if they used a market order, they should have sort of filled at mine. I would have thought. I don't know how that fucking happened, but uh, I'll take the extra 25 bucks that ended up working out too, or 30 bucks. My theory... Because that has happened to me before as well, and my th- my thought was always, I put the limit order in, and TD Ameritrade is like, well, yeah, the limit's the lowest, but if we can get right. it for higher, yeah. we will. So they just got it for higher. Yeah, except the person buying it, when he sets a limit, he says, I don't want to pay any more than this, so it should find, if it finds a lower price, it should give him that. I think it would just split the difference for the both of us, but, you know, I'll take it. Well, look at it like this. What if the other person isn't using Ameritrade's brokerage? Oh, so ter- ah, okay, yeah. The Meritrade doesn't give a shit. So Meritrade's looking out for me. Yeah, glad they didn't just pocket that. I would have thought they would have just <laughs> bought, sold it to him for thirty-five, got it, gave it to me at thirty, and then uh, kept the five cents for themselves. Well, there's a reason we like Ameritrade better than Robinhood because that's what Robinhood would yes. do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, there's two other ones. Uh, I sold a BGS. That's that food group. Uh, Thirty dollar put at dollar fifteen a contract, and Jumia forty dollar call at dollar fifty. I think that pretty much wraps up everything I did investment wise. Um, there is that little bit about those that SPAC that I tried to uh, grab some shares in that PSTH, mm-hmm. the one that's ran by Dan Ackerman. Yeah, uh, they did announce news last week that they're acquiring Universal Music Group. Um, the people didn't react too well to that. The price ended up dropping from 25 down to the 22 range. Mm-hmm. But looking at the Universal Music Group, it looks like a really solid company. Uh, they're the ones that supply Spotify or Sirius, I think, one of those two with all the music licenses. Uh, they've got a really healthy cash flow. Uh, it actually just looks like a good company altogether. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that starts coming up. Uh, I did buy calls, not shares, uh, that expired June seventh, June sixteenth. So I think I might hold on to those for a little bit just to see uh, if anything happens. Yeah. Uh, people start getting warming up to the idea. But the other neat thing about that spec that I was reading about, and I'm not sure how this works or if it's true, but it looked like they were still planning on doing two more acquisitions under that group. Wow. Okay. So it's kind of like a super spec. Super spec. So, so yeah, I think I might hold on to those a little longer. I think people are hoping that it was going to get like Starlink, that Elon Musk uh, satellite company. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not. He's not giving up control of that. I don't think that's. Yeah, he's not ready to do that yet. I think he will at some point, but I don't think it's happening this soon. I'm actually looking this week to get in because because I've listened to you talk about it and and I'm sold on the premise. P S T H. I'm looking to get into some July 16 calls. Yeah, that's the ones I have. Because it dipped, yep. and uh, the 2250s are looking pretty cheap, pretty tasty. 
Yeah, I took a big loss on that already. I probably should just close them out and take my 70 cents, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like the company. I like to see if it gets a little bit positive momentum now that the people are trying to play it for the you know the rumor. When you first said it and it was at 25, I was like, okay, that might be a good one. And then it uh, they they announce it and it goes down. And I'm thinking, okay, this is a, this is a dip. The fact that they've got more announcements of acquisitions and it's a super spac, yeah, uh, that that just makes me feel a little bit more confident. Yeah, you might want to fact check me on that. Uh, I think I found that on Twitter from the Viking investor, but that guy seems to know a lot of shit about specs. I think I posted yeah. some of his stuff on our Discord also. Okay. Well, yeah, that'll be a good thing to, to follow up on. Yeah, you, I, you yeah. should always fact check before you actually make spend the money on the investment or the trade. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy on Twitter seemed like he what he's talking about, so... He seemed like a new... He seemed like a stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah. Teenagers all smoke, and they seem on the ball. <laughs> Alright, should we do some earnings? Yeah, let's, uh, let's hear some earnings. My motto's always been when I'm right, it's right. So I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price. When the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day. And we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way. Skyrockets in sight. Earnings call to life. Earnings call to life. All right, Monday the 7th, we've got Marvel Stitch Fix, or Marvel MVL Stitch Fix, S-F-I-X, and Man U, M-A-N-U. That's Manchester United, like PLC. Is that the fucking soccer team? Is the soccer team publicly traded? Let me, let me do a Google search. No, 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 that's just stock. Okay, let me go to Ameritrade and actually pull up competent information. Yes, it is the soccer team. Really? <laughs> yes, Man- Manchester United PLC is engaged in the operation of a professional football club together with related and ancillary activities. Huh. Yeah, you can buy stock in your favorite team. Does that stock track their win-loss records? <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're usually pretty, pretty good, I think. I think that's one of the more popular ones. Not really. All a- right. It started trading in 2012, and I don't know. They're like a championship team, yeah? Yeah, they're one of the top ones, I think. Uh, then, no. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, they IPO'd, it looks like, at uh, uh, to between 10 and 15. Uh-huh. And they're, they're currently trading at 15.65, and they've been a going concern for nine years. So, oh. nine years, and you're right around your IPO price. Yeah, that's that's a novelty thing is what it sounds like. But I'm guessing you get more say in the, the company if it's publicly traded like that than, say, like Green Bay, who just sells shares to people to raise money for the team, but doesn't actually give you any benefit to it. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a 1% dividend yield, but that's not enough to justify the price staying s- so steady. No. All right. Uh, Tuesday, the 8th, we've got Plug Power, P-L-U-G. Uh, Casey's, the gas station around here, C-A-S-Y, which I love their fucking breakfast pizza, by the way. Uh, and then A-S-O, I think that's Academy. <laughs> it's actually another solid, like kind of like a Walmart type without the grocery. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. On the 9th, we've got GameStop and C-P- hey. CPB. Uh, and I don't remember what that was. Campbell's Soup Company. Ah, that's right. Okay. 
I figure they might be another one of those lockdown beneficiaries. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Thursday, F-Cell and Chewy, C-H-W-Y. Uh, nothing notable on Friday. Also, at what point are you going to talk about Sue? We're almost an hour into this recording. <laughs> oh, don't think that I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, I've literally. <laughs> uh, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna wait till the very end to see okay. if you noticed, but you did notice. So here we are talking about how Sue Pullen is the most amazing fucking woman in the world. <laughs> Two bulls in a china shop. Brought to you by her. It couldn't get to your ears without Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender. She's a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She's got over 20 years of experience and has helped thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even reverse mortgages, Sue will help. She's licensed in 26 states and growing, so reach out and see what Sue could do for you. Best way to reach her is to just give her a call at 520-977-7904, or you can shoot her an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com, S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number, 206048. That email again is spullen at Fairway MC, and that phone number is 520-977-7904. Reach out to Sue and see what she can do for you. All right. I think you should also give a plug to Trade Pro Academy, since they are giving you access to all their courses. Holy fuck. Trade Pro Academy? This is, like, literally... Okay, so I've been going to online college or business classes to get a mm-hmm. business degree. For the last couple of years, you know, I don't, I don't go full, full heavy course load. So I'm just doing, you know, a few classes here and there in my spare time. And, and I'm almost there. I've almost got the degree. It would have been, uh, uh, cheaper and <laughs> saved me a lot of time if I just started the trade pro, trade pro academy instead. Mm-hmm. It is online college for how to trade stocks and, and investing, how to understand charts, how, mm-hmm. how, how to understand trends how to take advantage of order flow uh, and, and, and maximize. Like, it's no, it's no, like, you'll never lose. But it's like, would you like to maximize the odds? Well, here's how to understand all the data to do that. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I cannot give a bigger recommendation to anybody out there who wants to get very serious about this. You have to have that drive push you through uh you have to be excited about this knowledge and that's what's what's getting me through it so fast is is i think i was telling you the other day it's like a a, i'm I'm binge watching a a show now it's like addictive where i'm like oh what's the next lesson god i I want that information i need that information yeah 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 play yes please (laughs) (laughs) but they're gonna give you everything you need to know to be able to make sense, you know, I feel like I can pull up any stock chart now and maybe I don't give you the best technical analysis, but I can give you, I, I feel like I understand what the story that chart's telling me about that stock. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say, oh, what do you think about this stock? Well, now I can have an opinion that I feel is pretty informed just based on, on the price. Right. Wow. Yeah. Good shit. Okay. Trade Pro Academy. If you're if you're looking to become a trade pro, it is legit. Can't recommend it high enough. And also, I'd like to give a shout out to Mind Muscles Academy, uh, the one that our friend Rich Friesen runs. Uh, if you know how to read charts and understand technicals and have an actual strategy, this is the thing that you need to get you into the mindset of being an actual trader. Richard Richard's program is more focused on the psychology, trusting mm-hmm. yourself 
and getting down to like the roots of your issues as a trader and what causes you to, to fuck up and lose money. Another great program, and we're just so blessed to have access to both of these programs. I, I can't say enough about both of them. I, I will add, there is a, a, a section of the course that's as big as the options, it's as big as the futures section on TradePro just for psychology. That's how important mm-hmm. it is. Well, that's what their whole podcast is based on, too, I think. Yes, it is. So, like, the mind muscles that Rich Friesen is, is providing, it's, it's, it's incredibly and immensely valuable. And everybody who is a professional trader knows it. If you want to be a professional trader, you need to have a system and you need to have the right mindset. If you have one or the other, you're not going to succeed. That mentality is so important. All right. Trading. All right. Let's, keep, let's hit some music. <laughs> today kyle we're off fucking the fucking rails all over the goddamn place this is what happens when we don't structure it this is what happens when you make me watch jersey shore and lose my focus yeah this is my fault mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right dan what'd you do in trading oh i bought some amc calls i sold some amc calls i sold some amc calls and then i bought them back <laughs> bought a few shares of uh of blackberry of bb nice bought bought a few calls in bb um i made made money all week now obviously yep. being so heavy in amc i made you know wednesday and thursday i was looking like i'd made a lot more money than i ended the week from right but yeah, uh <laughs> i was able to uh, uh feel really good uh, by looking at uh a list of i thought well what about if i just look at the friday numbers Mm-hmm. AMC May seventh closes at nine dollars fifty one cents. That's when I, you remember I got my uh, puts exercised. Yeah, yeah. The fourteenth twelve ninety eight. Okay, that's nice. a, that's a win. Twenty first twelve oh eight. Oh, it's kind of dipped. Twenty eighth twenty six twelve. All right, we're making awesome. money now. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm doubled. June fourth forty seven ninety one. Yeah, sounds a lot better that way. <laughs> Eleven dollars higher than the previous Friday's close. What's what's the percentage is uh uh what what nine no that's a twenty one sorry twenty one dollars higher twenty one dollars yeah it went from twenty six to forty seven twenty one dollars that's almost a hundred percent gain it almost doubled yeah yeah we're doing good oh it's not seventy boohoo it was seventy on Wednesday when all of the market makers were buying shares to to gamma hedge and that scenario looks like it might be coming up again on the uh, uh not this week but the week after the eighteenth there is a shitload of open call activities that's when the monthlies expire this is in the monthlies this was just weeklies yeah yeah that's right folks this was just the weekly option gamma squeeze <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i uh uh i you know i hope i don't get our show canceled kyle but because I went all in balls deep in AMC, I have to move out of part of my position on Monday. Oh, I have to. I have to. It's just not ten. That's just not sustainable in terms of like my goals, my principles, like what I'm doing for my thing. I'm not moving completely out of AMC, but I shouldn't have gone full portfolio yoloing. Well, that's incredibly dangerous. It's silly. Well, 
Nothing wrong with taking a little bit of gains, but I would posit that you'd probably be better off selling some $50 calls, take 100 shares, sell a $50 call uh, that expires June 18th, and collect about $1,500. I give you enough ammo to fuck around with. Wait, what? $1,500? Holy shit. For June 18th, it, it might even be more than that. It might be closer to 20 Are you serious? I did not think about that. Holy shit. It is going for 15 right now, the $50 calls. I mean, to me, 40 is a good price. Oh, it's only going seventeen ninety. Okay, so I wouldn't get much more for that. Is that the weekly or is that the the monthlies? I'm looking at the the June eighteenth. Okay, all right, all right. So so the position I was gonna sell, maybe maybe I'll just sell some covered calls on and and uh, use use that money to play with. If you don't mind tying them up for uh, till January, you can just sell it right at the money for double that almost. January January forty sevens are twenty five dollars right now or you can tie it up for two years and add another three dollars to that <laughs> oh yeah i don't want to tie it up for, for that long well you're talking about nine hundred dollars right you're tying up nine hundred dollars to basically you get your investment back out of it if you sold a 47 dollar call at 26 dollars right now on the january 21st 22 expiration wait so what i'd have to have the call up at 43 uh that was at 47 so yeah uh, i guess you have to see what it does when it opens but if it gives you that pop like you were thinking yeah you can go a little mm. further out and just basically get double your money out of the just premium okay if you're planning on selling it now at four thousand so you need to, yeah. no you're right and that'll that'll help that'll help keep the shares okay no that that's that's a that's a that's a good way of doing it i'm, I'm gonna look at the uh august 20th 2021 calls at at 40 bucks you can even go deeper in the money if you really want, because it's probably going to deflate by that time happens, you would think. But if we think it's going to be a $20 stock anyway, let's sell a 20 and collect that much more premium because you're getting an intrinsic value out of it. You're cashing some of that intrinsic value out now as opposed to selling only intrinsic and losing that if it does deflate. Right. So let's let me pull that up, too. This is going to... Yep. probably fuck up the this is good conversation so um, yeah that's why i don't mind going a little long and trusting you to yep. edit this so you're looking at august 20 okay so if you sell a 20 dollar call it's about 32 dollars right now or as of friday's closing price so you can take about three thousand out of that and then still have your still possibly get to sell them at 20 because that's about where we think it's going to end up leveling out once all said and done and that's still a huge gain from where i bought it at 13 yep but then you can keep the shares locked up for at least the next few weeks. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very solid move. In fact, yeah, and the difference between thirteen dollar calls and twenty dollar calls is only three dollars. So twenty dollar calls sounds pretty darn good. I'll get thirty two hundred dollars for every hundred shares I have. Yep, and I get to hold the shares, so it keeps the the shares locked in, and I get the cash to start trading with right away. I'd take $32 a share. Uh, and the fact that I can get take $32 a share for it right now. Yep. And what's the worst that can happen? I have to take another $40 a share for it? <laughs> I believe if you're able to sell the call for... I bought it at 13 so it was $1,300. So I'm selling the call for a $2,800 profit already. Yeah. This is a no-brainer move. This is a no-fucking-brainer move. And then you still have your other shares in case, uh, or for when, if things go ham, you know, here soon. Yeah. Mother of all squeezes. Yeah. I mean, might as well give yourself some profit, right? I think, I think, uh, I might do the same thing in the mother of all squeezes. I might pick a, an option in the money that expires in two months that yeah. gets 
get that gets gets me the, the cash without actually risking the shares because i wouldn't mind uh having amc shares long term you know yeah but might as well cash out you, if you you know the deeper in the money you act or you cash you might not get the exact difference in price uh, but i mean if you cash out that equity by taking a writing a call contract <laughs> yeah nothing wrong with that yeah i mean honestly like if i look at it like that august 20th do, you want, do i want to get paid thirty two hundred dollars for that contract yeah writing the contract to sell them on the 20th yes yes please i paid thirteen hundred dollars for those shares all right you have anything else uh, to talk about in trading no not really i just did the blackberry i did some blackberry stuff uh, the week before i bought uh some Naked calls at ten dollars strike price at seventy four cents. Uh, I was able to sell one of those at three dollars and eighty cents, and basically paid for the entire trade plus a little bit of profit. So that was basically profitable already. Uh, then after that day when it went really crazy, uh, I was able to sell a thirty dollar call and six eighteen against the ones that I'm holding. I just did one because I wanted to try to do some more short term ones. I actually want to exercise some of these because I think that this might actually be a thirty dollar stock going forward here anyway. Uh, but I sold that $30 call, 618 for $3.15. <laughs> like, Jesus, okay. Sure, sure. If you cash me out at $20 profit per share and pay me $3 on top of that, fucking A, I'll take it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, uh, so my CVM shares, I uh, ended up closing out the $35 calls at $0.80 cents, uh, contract. Uh, I still hold my 25 Those are all 618 also. Uh, CVM was kind of slowly rising up while everything else was going on. It's kind of under the radar. I don't know if that means that news is coming up soon, but uh, it does. No, it does have a healthy short interest, so it may end up actually getting affected by this this squeeze if it happens in the next couple of weeks too. Uh, probably be looking to close that out and just uh, add a wash if I have to. Maybe look at moving into something uh, another month or two out. Uh, the last thing I did was um, I was kind of the same boat you were. I was like, I need to get some some money out of these AMC call or shares that I have. So I sold two calls for next week, hundred dollar calls at four dollars and twenty five cents. Oh yeah, I was like, okay, you're gonna give me eight hundred dollars for selling these calls and pay me a hundred dollars a share if it actually happens. I mean, I was gonna sell some shares at that point anyway, just to basically get my principal out of it. Uh, so I figured I might as well re- just negotiate that right now. And that still leaves me the bulk of my shares to, to try to do kind of what you just said. I think I want to, I like that idea a lot too. Well, on, on Wednesday I sold, or was it, was it was a Thursday. Yeah. Well, on Wednesday I sold a uh, $120 calls for four seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> that expired crazy. Friday yesterday. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what, if that, that's what you really want to do. All right. I'll make that contract. And still keep a bunch of shares in, in the, you know, ready to go to, to sell at extreme prices if we get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, should we talk about this? We don't have options alerts anymore. We've got something no. new, Kyle. We've got Ripto. All right. We, we have a song, too. Go ahead. Play it. There you have it. Did you play it? I did. Oh, okay. Did you hear it? No. Did you miss it? <laughs> <laughs> play it again. Look at the news. What do you see? Cults of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know your needs. You need that Bitcoin, either NFT. Cults of cryptocurrency. Like Elon Musk tweets his doji. The cult of cryptocurrency. Cults of cryptocurrency, cults of cryptocurrency. 
You had some news that you wanted to cover about China? Oh, yeah, yeah. The the Twitter of China, Weibo, is, they just completely blocked uh, 15 of the like major cryptocurrency influencers. The what? people that are on there. Is this all uh, part of their crackdown? It is all part of their crackdown and correlated and definitely related to the slump in cryptocurrencies right now. I thought everyone was blaming Elon. They are also blaming Elon, but I actually <laughs> think it's the price is more to do with China. Yeah. Well, not just China, too. There's another article I saw pop up. The U.S. Senate Banking Committee is now going to hold virtual hearings on uh, central bank digital currencies. Ooh. I don't know if this relates to, because the, 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 Gary Gensler, I think, has been really wanting to get some regulation going on cryptos, and I think that might be hurting things a lot. The cryptocurrency deregulated financial system is a very real threat to centralized banking and government control on the economy. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're seeing both our government and the Chinese government start to address this growing concern. Uh, in China, they know that if people are moving monies around through cryptocurrencies, then they can't control the money supply. Yeah, That's just a fact. And, they, and, and I feel like our economists are waking up to it now too. But, you know, the U.S. government, gridlock! <laughs> uh, we'll never get anything done. Uh, probably not. They're, they're always playing catch up. China, on the other hand. China, on the other hand, has they've got an iron fist. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they're trudging ahead. <laughs> uh, do you have any updates on your, your Chia farm? Yeah, Kyle, I'm, I'm still having some connection issues and getting synced up. I thought I solved it, but it turns out I didn't. Uh, but with the price of Chia being what it is, I really want to get this farm uh, farming. Chia took a bit of a dive, but uh, did it end up recovering some of that value? Because it was trading over a thousand like two weeks after it opened, but then it kind of took a slump with all the rest of them. Yeah, when I looked at it, it was at seven hundred and fifty. Uh, but you know, every everything's going everything's going down. Okay, so it's gone up, back up. Oh, I didn't look at it this week. I looked at it a couple of weeks ago. I can tell you right now. And what's there's something different about Chia. I think that's one of the reasons why you liked it. Is it wasn't it doesn't use GPUs to farm. It uses hard drive space. It uses hard drive space, so it's using less energy and it's more accessible to the common person to right. start a farm. The software makes it easy for anybody to make these plots and get going. I have a particular internet situation. If I was in the main house, I wouldn't be having a problem syncing. Okay. Uh, it looks like Chia is trading at just under 700 now, so it's definitely bounced up from those lows. But uh, because Elon made those comments about uh, Bitcoin being bad for the environment, <laughs> kettle, kettle, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Chia saw a lot of. Uh, I think Chia saw a lot of extra uh, interest because of its less energy intensive use. So uh, it might be one worth checking out. One that I think both you and I are intrigued by. Probably be asking Alex about. I was really. I don't know. I, I well, we'll see what he knows about it. You know, Sean, uh, is, our, our our friend in Philly, turned us on to it. Um, and what appealed to me was the accessibility of the farming. I honestly thought these tokens would be like five, ten bucks a piece when it started out. Yeah, and, and probably end up getting a ton of them for like nickels. Um, but here we are, and it's the the chia. <laughs> Chia coin is is actually worth something to where I'm like scrambling to fix my internet issues so I can get this farm going. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not I'm not bullish on Bitcoin. Um, you know, I sent, signed up for the the BAM investing behavioral mm -hmm. behavioral analysis of markets model, and uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's proprietary information, but he's pretty bearish on Bitcoin through the rest of the year. And just seeing what we've seen with the price going down as regulators 
ramp up. I think the news of regulators ramping up is only going to increase and intensify, and right. and uh, it might be a good time to to pull back and and see how low it goes before you move back in. That being said, Bitcoin, you know, uh, cryptocurrencies are not going away. They are too useful to the functions of the internet. No, that just might end up being a property of the U.S. government soon. <laughs> <laughs> right? Probably not that extreme, but Pro- anyway. Hey, that would stabilize the price, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But then you're just... In- just like the dollar. And you're just investing in a currency. Yeah. Yeah, that happens to keep all the receipts inside itself. Do you have anything of note from your momentum list you want to touch on here real quick? Just give us the top top couple the fact that we're so long should tell you that i have a ton to talk about on my list <laughs> uh but i'm gonna boil it down to one and that's comscope holding company incorporated it ended the week its seventh day in a row i'm looking at its chart now and this this stock has been just on a steady run since november hmm. I don't know what they do. I didn't look it up. I've only been looking at its chart. <laughs> uh, uh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? They make money. They make money. They create wealth. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, trying to use my trade pro uh, uh, technical analysis skills, if if I'm looking at its three-month chart, mm-hmm. uh, we've got this solid, solid bull trend line, and, and it seems to be making a, a, a ascending triangle fucking chart pattern at the top. What was the ticker? COMM, Comscope Holding Company. You look at look at what it started doing in June with its with its price on its candle chart. Yeah. Uh it's like got a ceiling of that it keeps like poking its head over every day. And that's why Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, you see see it? Yeah, I do. Uh uh it's 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 consolidating like in the last couple of days between 20 62 and 2088 but as it consolidates it just bumps and makes a new high every day just barely uh, it looks like it's ready to just blast off through that doesn't it and the bottom support looks like it's rising up too yeah it's it's ascending ah, the stairs so yeah at the beginning of uh, middle of april i think it was uh if i move over here oh sorry march end of march this thing dipped as low as 14 and a half dollars and mm-hmm. now it's at 2088 and that's that's an incredible run. I mean, this isn't BlackBerry. This isn't AMC. This is Comscope Holding Company. Who's fucking heard of this? Not me. Nope. But uh, if you look down at the volume, it's still getting volume spikes over the average. So that tells me that this bull run is not ending. I think. Hmm. Uh, I think. I think this one's got. I think next week I'm going to be really excited to see if my technical analysis skills have really grown as well as I I believe. Because uh, so, do you have a a plan to do? are you drawing a trend line on those tops and then waiting to see if it finishes a candlestick over that before you move in or are you trying to do something now before it jumps well i think because uh because i've got the confirmation on the volume i've got the confirmation on the price and i'm seeing a chart pattern i think i think when i sell these amc balls and i get some cash fresh cash into my portfolio i'm going to make mm-hmm. i'm going to make a bullish bet on comscope holding not real big just to try it but you know that's your first one like like i've always said like paper trading doesn't take me as far as well maybe even if i just buy one share i'm in the game and i'm and and making making the play but um they do have options so uh uh they've got june 18th options that are expiring i'm i'm just gonna buy some 21 dollar calls they're at 60 cents a piece 
I'm 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 gonna buy a few of them, and you know, no, no, not a ton, but more than one, and and we'll see where it goes. All right. Anyway, C O M M. I think the momentum will hold. It's seven days in a row, and uh, we'll. I, I I can't wait to get to next Friday and see. Uh, obviously, there could be some pullbacks, but I think this is about to really pop. Nice. All right, Dan. Let's fucking take it home. I've been going for forever. We as long as a Jersey Shore episode. Oh God, this is yeah longer, <laughs> longer. <laughs> Slap iron, motherfucker! It's time to draw down. <laughs> My good was that BlackBerry bet. Uh, I felt really good about the way that set up. I felt really good about the way I took profits when I had opportunity to. Uh, now it's one of those trades that I can't lose. Yeah, yeah. By selling that $30 call and selling one of those other calls, basically I doubled my investment and still have potential on one and three other calls just to, to trade at my leisure. That's fantastic. What was yours? My good... Oh, I mean, there's just so many. Do you want me to do one for you? Yeah, what do you think my good was? Your, your enthusiasm with learning from this Trade Pro Academy. I haven't seen you this excited and actually doing the the work yeah <laughs> uh, a long time <laughs> yes well i was i was yeah that's why i was looking I was, I was pulling my workbook to see i'm on lesson eight yeah you just started like a week ago <laughs> like, like i said it's it, when you are excited and you want to learn something it's not hard to stick with it right. and spend the mental energy look at look at what you learned with jersey shore today how hard was it to force yourself to watch <laughs> that it's grueling Fuck you. if you're not fucking into Fuck it you. you know if it's not your thing it's it's grueling to do uh, that just shows how into the show I am. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't show any. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was that was the good that I was reaching for. What about uh, your bad? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with not taking better advantage of these BlackBerry calls. I had opportunities when these, these things shot up in value to almost $10 at one point, and I did not take any of that other profit. Mm. And I probably should have, but I really want some of these actual shares. Yeah. So there's part of me that wants to just, you know, exercise them, but it's stupid to throw away two weeks worth of premium. Uh, so I don't know what I, why I let that, you know, talk me out of it. Yeah. When it hit $10, I probably should have sold a couple of them. I would have profited a nice thousand dollars on that trade Yeah, per, per one I sold. I mean, I felt good about doing what I did with a 30 and then actually making sure I didn't lose money on it. But this is one of those situations where, Hey, I did good taking profits, but I also did bad by not taking profits. <laughs> yeah. 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 If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. My, what was your bad? My bad was, uh, uh, on Thursday, buying back my $120 call I sold. I sold it for mm. 475 I bought it back for 85 485 or just at, 85 At 85 yeah. I, I made it. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I made, made, I made, yeah. In, in, you know, in a day, I made 400 bucks off the call. No, that's just, that's just farming volatility. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I did it, though, not because I was like, this is the right move to farm volatility. I did it because I'm like, AMC to the moon tomorrow. I'm not capping these calls I own. <laughs> well, no, I mean that. Yeah. Okay. So maybe your mindset wasn't right, but the actions I think were. My mindset wasn't in the right place. Oh, yeah. The action was fine. Uh, all right. Well, then we'll say it was me not selling my fucking AMC $35 call when it was worth $35. Yeah. <laughs> Not taking. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Uh, letting, let, letting the greed guide my trade yeah. more than the plan. And I keep getting into my head thinking that this is a once-in-a-lifetime scenario, even though we just saw it with GameStop. Yeah, not right. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not five months ago. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, at some point, you got to start, you got to make sure you actually turn a profit on these. Yeah. 
I'm not going to make the same mistake with GameStop where I've, you know, just stuck holding something that hoping in five years I get my money's back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> got to stop buying at the top, Kyle. Stop buying at the top. I didn't buy at the top. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm just teasing you. I just bought well above the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> They're even money right now, though. What was uh, what was your ugly this week? Watching the fucking Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was watching the prequel to Idiocracy. Yeah. I still have three more weeks. That, that's probably hurt hurt your soul. That show is a shitstorm. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right, what was your ugly? I I honestly, I don't feel like I had an ugly this week. That's kind of the way I felt, other than... Well, you're right. Jersey Shore was an ugly time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as my trading goes, I felt like not that bad. Like, it was bad that, that I wasn't selling those calls when it, when it was spiking, but my emotional state was pretty fucking calm i mean i was happy because i'm like oh yeah it's going according to plan Mm -hmm. but i wasn't like jumping up and down like i'm rich i'm rich bitch oh yeah motherfucker (laughs) to the moon i was like okay yep all right we're seeing it it's behaving as predicted this is good and we're trying to get some profits out of it this time yeah and that's the key we don't want to leave empty-handed and then that's just that's why that's why uh it's not ugly for me is I didn't profit yep. as much yep. as I could have off my options, but I think we both made some money off of our options this week. Yes, yes, we've done all right. Yeah, selling and buying <laughs> calls uh, were, did, did pretty good for me. Uh, it's all up on yep. the Discord, uh, Kyle and Dan Trades. You can go back over and see uh, what we did. We do a pretty good job posting it while we do it. Yep. Sometimes they're a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Uh, <coughs> Dan. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Fuck that guy. All right, Dan. Should we go to a bet? Stocks in the center of a universe. That's for every one of us. Consequence for one of us. Make our picks with no regret. Every open, every close, every spread is the mighty bed. Okay, Kyle, um, who goes first? Uh, random. Random. Random goes first. All right, what's our random? No, I'll go. I'll go first. All right. We'll, we'll keep the thing. If random gives uh, either one of our tickers, then we'll pick again. Um, I'm going to buck trend again. Okay. I know you're thinking I'm going to take AMC. No, no. But I'm not. You're not. What are you taking? I was thinking about doubling down with uh, BB again, mm-hmm. but I'm also not going to do that. Okay. Uh, so for me, it comes down to either Virgin Galactic or Bed Bath & Beyond. I think Virgin Galactic has the ability to pop here at any moment. It's also heavily shorted. Um, I think it has the potential to really run, especially if it gets a good catalyst, like another test flight coming up. But I also really like the way Bed Bath & Beyond popped, but still increased its short percentage. Mm. So Bed Bath & Beyond kind of is doing the same thing that AMC is doing right now, a little bit cheaper of a price with the potential to to almost double. So I'm going to go with Bed Bath & Beyond, BBY, BBBY. Right, Kyle, going with... B B B Y. Let me let me write this down on my old little paper here. Uh, what is that actually trading at right now? Let me pull that up too. Doesn't matter because it's not the opening. No, I know, but I want to set a stop loss on this. But it's not going to be like a fifteen percent anything like that. I just want to make sure that I don't lose money in case it starts dropping back down again. So Uh-oh. I'm just hmm. gonna, s- eh, you know, fuck it. No stop loss. But do do you get do you man? I uh, I gotta say that uh, because Sue gave me shit for picking AMC, it's like it's cheating or something. 
Uh, right. uh, by the way, <laughs> picking a stock that's a winner is there's no cheating about it. You you get to no, it's just boring. <laughs> it's just boring. It's, just boring. it's not it's not fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know, Kyle. Now that uh, we're talking about it, and Sue's pointed it out, uh, uh, I think that would be a good poll question. I would like to see what other people have to say about that. Like, if you're making a, a stock bet with your friends, is picking AMC cheating? Yeah. Yeah. I I like it. Yeah. Yes. No. Just a simple yes. No. Yes, no, uh, why would you bet stock triggers with friends? Okay, or maybe it's just um, un, uh, unimaginative. Or, or <laughs> yes, no, or you make the bet. No, yes, no, or why would you bet? That's a stupid thing to bet. Yeah, that's, that's a stupid <laughs> thing to bet about. That's a dumb bet, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Good poll question. Well, I actually believe we're we're going to be in a, in a, we'll see a Monday spike, and then it's going to drop down a bit and just hang out for a while. Uh, b- before we get to those June 18th calls. So I'm not going to pick AMC anyway. Uh, I'm actually going to do COM, C-O-M-M. Yeah. I was wondering if you're going to. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, for sure. We'll see if uh, Dan's price technical analysis uh, is worth a damn. Uh, you know. You want a random just pick? What a random pick. <laughs> uh, I-I-V-I. What? Yeah. I-I-V-I from our, from our list? Yep. One of your best picks. What the fuck? <laughs> Ah, I feel like random is looking through our history. The AI is real and it controls the universe. I'll have to start recording on a different computer. I type that in. <laughs> it knows because it's listening. Well, that's fucking crazy. IIVI, they were a Friday pick'em. They they were on the list for a long time. Great gains. Yeah, haven't looked at them for a bit, but I imagine we could be in for some trouble. Uh, they have been. They took a big dip uh, in May. I think that was when they announced that announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, merger or acquisition, I mean, the one that was unsolicited. Yeah. Uh, but since then, looks like they've been on a steady upward trajectory, trading just under 70 right now, bottomed out around 60. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Kyle's got BBBY. I've got COMM. Random's got IIVI. A lot of uh, alliteration in these stocks today. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, stay tuned till next week, <sighs> and we'll find out uh, where the, the bet results take us. I have a I have a feeling we're establishing the Kyle and the losing position. Establishing Kyle behind me is a tradition that I enjoy, and I want to cultivate <laughs> and keep that one going for as long as we can. Uh, are you Are you taking a stop loss on yours? By the way, a uh, stop loss on on com. Yep. Yeah, might as well. Okay. Random taking a stop loss. We flipping a coin. Random always gets a stop loss. Okay. All right. Unless it's behind, which it is behind. So maybe you know. Yeah, maybe random does. <laughs> That's our show, folks. Are you still here? Uh, have you turned on yet? <laughs> so glad you fucking surprised. made it. So glad you made it. It's been a <laughs> crazy day here in the shop. Uh, oh, sorry for all the AMC talk. It's all I'm thinking about. I can't, can't shake it out of my brain. It really is. Uh, if you like our show, let us know by rating and subscribing on your platform of choice. Uh, if if uh, you like our show and hate social media, then please just tell all your friends. If you've already told all your friends and they're like, shut up and stop talking about the China shop, they're not good people. You should ditch no. them nope, right now. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they're holding you back. Look, if your friends don't love everything <laughs> that you love and hate everything that you hate, they're just lousy people. You got to be 100% yep. all things. Uh, uh, Ride or die. God, see, I can't even wrap it up, Kyle. I'm rambling. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm like, let's see how long I can stretch out the goodbye. <laughs> well, we're almost two hours recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, fucking love you guys. Uh, this is this has just been the best. 
experience being being part of the china shop for me and i i hope uh i hope it has been for you we we truly uh are so glad you're here and uh just it's a big and we're not going away we're not going away we'll be back we'll be back wednesday we'll be back wednesday but uh <laughs> it's you okay know. dan don't get all melancholy god it, i do get sad when it's over i'm like ah oh, can't keep going just just give me a mic in 24 hours a day and i'll just keep rambling oh okay goodbye i'm shutting my recording off Uh, All right, folks, until next week, happy trades. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.